Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're starting our next series, Understanding Christian Concepts, by looking into the Trinity. What is the Holy Trinity? The Holy Trinity is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit of the Bible. A Trinitarian belief holds that all three, though distinct in their roles, are part of the same essence and are all a part of the same God. There's been much debate over the Holy Trinity, especially as the term Trinity does not occur in the Bible. One such debate was addressed during a council at Nicaea in modern-day Turkey during the year 325, which resulted in the creation of the Nicene Creed. A second version of the Creed was released in 381, which addressed all three parts of the Trinity and is still in use by many denominations of churches today. And that version says, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of, lot, God, of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, and with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. What does the Nicene Creed tell us about the Trinity? Uh, before we get into answering that question, I do just want to make one little note for any Catholic listeners that we have, that that is the Protestant version. The Catholic version will say, I believe in one holy Catholic church. So just a little note for you there that otherwise it should be the same creed. But the Nicene Creed tells us uh, mainly it gives us a connection of all three members of the Trinity. Uh, and it also additionally briefly discusses their roles in relation to one another. So it says, God the Father made heaven and earth and all things visible and invisible. It mentions that Jesus Christ as the Son is the only begotten Son of the Father, as we discussed in an earlier episode of the podcast. And then goes further in depth by saying, He is God of God, light of light, very God of very God, and then being of one substance with the Father. And then, finally, that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. But if the Holy Trinity has three divine members, how can there only be one God? So there's a blog that I very much enjoy reading called Sunshine Lane, S-O-N, Shine Lane. And there's a post on that blog titled, Three is a Magic Number, that discusses this very well, and it uses the analogy of a table. Now, we'll include a link in the show notes to the blog and to our information on the Nicene Creed, so that if anybody would like to go and take a look at that, they can. 
but a part of the blog points out that a table can have three legs and must have at least three legs to stand, each one needing to be of equal length and of equal strength to keep the table standing. To link this to your question, each leg, though equally strong and equally long, is not a table, but the three together help to make up the table. Another analogy used in the blog is that of water, which can be ice, liquid water, or steam. All three have the same chemical makeup of H2O, but all three have different forms and different functions. One that I personally like to think about is a triangle, oftentimes used in liturgy to denote a mention of the Trinity. A triangle has three sides, and if you think like you're back in geometry class, these sides can be labeled side A, side B, and side C. All of them have different names, very similar to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they all occur at the same time and in the same place. But the three sides make one single triangle, not three separate triangles. And like the three members of the Trinity make one single God, these lines only comprise one triangle. Those are a lot of really good analogies to help some of the concepts of the Trinity make sense. I think one thing that I'd like to make clear is the fact that if you're someone who's just coming into an understanding of the Trinity... Please be patient with yourself as you learn. It took me a long time to understand some of these concepts. When you read a passage in the Bible and it says that God did or said something, also realize that God does not always mean only the Father. God can also refer to the Trinity as a whole. It's also important to note that the Trinity is different from some of the, some of the other popular views of divinity. Now, like I've mentioned before, I came from the Mormon belief that the three beings are separate in nature, but one in purpose, kind of like a council, with the father being the, like the president of the council. The view is incorrect, though, because this creates a divine hierarchy instead of having each hold equal power and position. It essentially means that there are three gods in charge with one over the other two, rather than one singular god. I was also always taught that the Trinity was only like the modalist view, where the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are all pretty much just the Father in different forms, almost like the Father just changed clothes to appear different to us. However, the view does not take into account that the separate and distinct appearance of all three present were seen at the baptism of Jesus Christ. God spoke. The spirit was present in the form of a dove, and of course Christ was standing in the water. Yeah, and that's an important thing to take note of, is that yes, these are three very different beings. The Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not the Father, and so on. However, the Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God. They all make up one singular God. Right. Next episode, we're actually going to be taking a look at some of the evidence of the Trinity in the Bible, as well as taking a look at some of the roles that each member of the Trinity plays. So, as we move forward into our other Christian concepts, we'd love to hear what you may find difficult to understand. So, if you've got any ideas or any questions or comments or an experience you'd like to share, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you and feature your thoughts on our next episodes. And as always, please feel free to reach out at any time.
Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.